Welcome back to Where's the Lie? Welcome back to Where's the Lie? Welcome back, we back for Where's the Lie? My little jazz do. That's your song? You know, I do that to Bo all the time. Yeah. That's that's the jiggle we gonna go with. It's the one we going with now. We back. Welcome back to a new episode of Where's the Lie? I'm Dion. She's dying. You a little bit. Got it? You good? <coughs> not a pro. Not a pro at this. Some of this. That's fine. Great H2O. That's fine. Mm. But no, we are really struggling with these this pollen down here. It has been heavy and it's so thick. You know what's funny? What? I'm from LA. I didn't even know what the fuck pollen was until I got to the South. But it has never affected me. And I have serious sinusitis. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, real bad sinus problems. I have real bad sinuses. And the pollen just, I could just dance in it all day and nothing happens. Not nah, a sneeze, not I a mean, nothing. I mean, as soon as a little bit falls, there it goes. Eyes watering, throat itches. It's crazy. But you know what? I guess people in the South, you would think we'll be used to it. But it seems to affect everybody I know. Um. Never had that issue. I'm kind of, like, very grateful. But, see, I believe that's why the baby, I thought that's why the baby had really bad allergies because he wasn't born over here. And, like, as soon as we went outside, it was, like, a little bit of pollen. Whole face just, eyes was itchy, just nose just wouldn't stop running. And now, all of a sudden, it seems like it's drying up. So, maybe he just had to get, like, adjusted to it. Probably. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Anyway. But just observation. So, this week has been good. This week has been great. Retrograde is over. Thank God. Hallelujah. I think the last day of retrograde, Alexis almost got into like a traffic altercation. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I literally sat at a traffic light for like eight minutes. That's that's no, no exaggeration. It was eight minutes until I was like, fuck it. And she was on her way to work. <laughs> <laughs> it like eight minutes. It, like, it was supposed to turn at least three times while it I was didn't. sitting there. But no, when she got ready to turn... Right, and yeah, so when I finally was like, fuck it, and and got out the turning lane and went past, then the light wanted to turn green. Right, and then, like, then you almost got hit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I got to, like, a little traffic altercation, but I'm not used to driving in Atlanta. I just, you know, I couldn't gauge to turn or not. And so I waited until I was, like, sure, because I got the kids in the car. So I was sure, then the car behind me got frustrated, so he turns. And he tries to turn. So I turn. And so now we're both in the way. And But then the car that was actually had the right of way, mm-hmm. he saw what happened. So he like slammed on brakes. And now the car in front in between us mad. And I'm just like on the horn. I shouldn't have did that. No. And, <laughs> not I shouldn't have did that at all. But I was like, you're so stupid. You're going to get us all killed. And I was like, retrograde, it's like eight hours left. You know, well, hopefully we done with that fuck shit until the next go round. It's really around the corner. Oh, Lord. It's not far. Just let us breathe. Anyway. We have a guest in the studio. She's not really a guest. This is just her first time being here. Michelle, tell everyone hello. Hello, love. You'll hear from her later. I just wanted to know she was here. Yeah. So much fun stuff. I guess. Okay, so things we care about. Do your song, because clearly there's someone out there. Okay, listen, you all. There is a person. I'm not going to say their name or even their gender, but every week they do a little recap of our show. It's quite funny. It's quite hilarious. I mean... Hopefully one day we can post it. Hopefully one day we can post it and label which goes to which. It's really good, but it's it's funny. Okay, people, well, people for, are weird. just for that person, things we care about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to say, and I don't know why we never mentioned this, because clearly Dion and I really, really care about uh, reality shows. We care about Mainly it. the Real Housewives of Atlanta 
and married to medicine. Because like that's like our guilty pleasure, but we have a day set aside just for these shows that we right. sit and watch together. It's like our thing. But we don't talk about it because it's reality shows and we don't want people. But we care. We like, do care. We, we kind of had her baby. I mean, congratulations to Portia because she was pregnant for two she years. Was, she cared that well. <laughs> but she looked uh, How long was she pregnant? Two years. She was pregnant a while. Let me tell you something. A while. A while. A while. When I... If and when I get pregnant, I probably won't tell y'all until the baby come out. Because I don't want to be that girl on Instagram. People are like, God damn, she's still pregnant. <laughs> she ain't right. had that baby yet. So hopefully we get to see the baby. But I think that um, they're waiting for the, the show. Yeah, I mean, of course. Why her. wouldn't you? Because if you're going to see my baby, at least I'm going to get paid, paid for, for it. If that was the case. Well, but It's the case. But it's the case. <laughs> but we, we care. We care. Portia... You were beautiful the whole time. And we right. hope we hope this man loves you, loves you. We really like we care. Like we really hope he loves you. Not I really, just like yeah. TV love. Shout out to Portia, because I really I mean, she ain't the brightest. But but she deserves happy. all the happiness. Yeah. And I'm watching the show week to week. I'd be like, you know what, Portia, I hope y'all had a beautiful baby, get married, and have a happy life because that first marriage. That was a ooh. sham. Shit show. That was a shit show. That man was so mean to her. But we we care. But congratulations to Portia. Yeah. Um, Nene, we praying for you, girl. girl. Marlo, I don't know what's going on with You're your fat. hair. Okay. Wait, <laughs> don't call her fat first. You're fat. <laughs> I can say that because I'm losing weight. It's your fat and your wigs are trash. Girl, whatever you had on your head the other day, Nene, be a friend. Okay. <laughs> Tell that girl it's not blending and that, that makeup you got for that lace came out of right age. Okay. You got to, your clothes can't be super designer and this hair look like 99 cent store hair. It does. It's got to cut it's, it out. But you know, hey. You and she's trying one. so hard to get a peach. But not you're not by yourself though. But yeah, she is trying hard. Cynthia, I'm gonna pull you to the side. Oh, Dion cannot sit to Cynthia, there's this one wig you had on. It's the first one I'm gonna complain about. <laughs> but not only did somebody like Ray Charles went through it with the scissors. You just you don't give a fuck about it when you go to bed and you just take that bitch off and throw it on the floor. Shake it like shake you dust it. out of she it. She did that in the morning, like shake it out. Oh my wig. Oh, we're filming today. You fire them and whoever put that bob that blunt bob chop shit when y'all was at that's got to stop you're too pretty you're too to pretty from, and hair. you're from Alabama and when you wear your real hair you still putting that brown gel on it and I know <laughs> we saw the edges we saw them <laughs> Your hair ain't that wavy. It's crispy. It's crispy. When you press on it, it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We all we all thought we had a certain type of hair. Nah, bitch. It just the alcohol. You got to stop it. Okay. Don't show out. Alabama's been embarrassed enough in 2019. Y'all taking a lot of L's. I don't want to talk about. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Married to Medicine LA is my shit. I love. Britton? Is that her name? Britton. Britain. I love her. I love Iman. Oh, okay. But I do love Iman. That she is tall, tall, chocolate, gorgeous. It looks like just... nobody talks in her circle. Like, when you go around her, Iman is the only one that has... She has the floor. Right. Everybody <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Heavenly loves Iman. When mm-hmm. she met her, she... Now, Heavenly messy ass came there just to stir up some bullshit. She's she the did. Phaedra of... Of the new season, of the, this season. Yeah, yeah, she's the Phaedra. And so, like, she she's stirring up somebody fuck shit. And that, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We'll get mm. there. But 
uh, she was like, Iman, I just want to look, I can shave my head. You know, she's talking like she's talking about her husband. Right. We love you, Iman. You're beautiful. Right. And you got your man. She didn't get a man. She got the one she wanted. wanted like fantasized about. about. She had posters of this nigga on, his, on her wall. That's a boss move. Baby. How many people can actually be like, yo, I, I say snagged. manifest it. If you can manifest it, sis, you little, I hey, every seed must grow. <laughs> I hope it's not who you liked early because you don't want Drake. He community I, dick. Uh, you don't, don't want Drake. Drake. I don't want too yellow for me remember now. We, ooh, remember we used to like Trey songs <laughs> at one point? Yeah. You used to like Trey songs. Don't try to put that on I used to love me. that. That's how I know I might be low-key a lesbian because <laughs> that nigga is Let pretty. Take Trey songs, it's a, I could never get into him like sexually. It just seems like if you would do him he would like look at himself in the mirror, blowing kisses and like yeah. singing to like himself. Like you got to do it to his music, right? And he just yeah. moan like you'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want none of that." Like, like when he, he climaxed, he had to say his name. Like, Trey, you right? Not, yeah, I don't want none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want none of that. No, <laughs> you good, nigga? Because you, no. you're not focused the, on me. Not and... even the camera. He got hidden in the bedroom, <laughs> focused on you, bitch. It's all about Trey. It's all about him. It's all about Trey. <laughs> so yeah, no, I was never. I like. I like this music, yeah. but I was never. But shout out to him, man. You did that, girl. He seemed like he seemed down to earth, but you know, we don't really know his name or the name of the group, but you know, you went that great. I had no idea who, who he was. was. But shout out to you. <laughs> she manifested him. Congratulations. But I love Britain, and I think Britain gets blacker every episode. Every her a little her edges start curling up a little bit. <laughs> every episode. She gotta stop flat ironing it so much because it's he getting damaged. damaged. But yes, damaged a little I bit, love, I can tell. But the first okay, this is what we wanted to talk about, right? The first episode mm-hmm. where Dr. Who was it? Simone pulled her to the side and was like, let me tell you what it means to be a black woman. And, and she was like, Britain is half black. Yeah. And she was like, not that I need any. But okay. Oh, but what she got And for she me? was wrong for that. Yeah. Because when they up. acknowledged that she was, you know, half black, she was like, well, you didn't stay in long enough. You know, I, I, I mess with, with her, but you can't. That's rude. Yeah. But, you know, you're from Atlanta. And she like old school Atlanta. And they disrespectful to light-skinned people. <laughs> Let's keep it real. I don't know that. Colorism down here is still a thing. You know, because to get into my school at one point, you had to pass the brown paper bag test. Oh, so word. it's kind of with the older generation. And I'm not trying to be funny. She's wise and, you know, great. But they still say some foul shit like that. You know they do. And she didn't, she didn't apologize. She didn't at all. She didn't say, oh, well, Or flinched. She's like, oh. Okay, mm. you're not dark enough, sweetie. <laughs> and and kind of stuck to it. You need to stay out in the sun. Well, get out here. I hope you're not putting on no sunblock. Get out there in the pool with Quad. Get out there with her. Quad out there in her space pose. If she was not moving, she went and got settled. And she filmed from one spot. Well, I said, listen, this is my good angle. I'm yes. single now. I'm not going nowhere. You finna get this Fashion Nova swimsuit. <laughs> I done did my abs sit up <laughs> okay. a few minutes ago, Chad. So, and I ain't ate in 48 hours. Oh, so let's get so it in. Let's roll it. Hurry then. up for this Viking and wear off. <laughs> and I got to start recognizing <laughs> bitches. literally been like, I said, I'm only here to get a bag, okay? That's it. Because I just got my lace front pulled down far enough. Because she was no bald. The first edges. Coast. <laughs> I love of quad to death, but mama has not one edge. It's not one though. It's not, it's not like a look, like you can see like a hint. It's not, no, one. It's not one it's edge. Clean. Yeah, it's not one edge. Anyway, yeah, so we, we care clearly, mm-hmm. but moving on to some other. Dion has so much on her heart. Dion has been arguing back and forth with the nigga on Facebook about this. Girl. Niggas. Oh, couple of y'all. It's a couple of y'all. So, 
Cardi B once again. Okay. And we stand. Listen, listen. We stand. Now I don't uphold a lot of people in they wrong, right. right? I try not to. But a lot of y'all mamas upholding y'all in some bullshit <laughs> currently. So okay, judge ye <laughs> and let ye not be what? Judged. judged. Okay. <laughs> so my thing about this is the video was recorded three years ago. Right. And we are aware <clears throat> in the last couple of years, two years alone, is when her fans started popping out. Right. So once she, you know, knew better, she started doing better. She right. also didn't think she was going to really be where she is today. She right. probably thought she had like a couple of years. She was young. She's 20, what, 4, 23? I think 24? she's like 25. Okay, girl. That shit happened at what, 8? She's been stripping since she was 16. Young. Okay, okay, let's try this again. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A openly donates money to anti, you know, gay campaigns and, and organizations, right? Right. But... Is that stopping y'all from, from going, going to, to buy chicken? that chicken? Okay. So, and they have not apologized. And they have not apologized. They was like, yeah, that's that's where we stand. They close on Sundays. <laughs> and y'all going to still come get this chicken, chicken Monday through Saturday. And if you don't want to get it, don't come get right, it. But fine. they know. So this is my thing. When you're going to buy pussy, you understand that maybe this time might be the time your money get donated to one of those campaigns. So you might look up nigga and be the one to get robbed. Let's not let's not forget, right? right. I, I feel I feel like it's very interesting that the guys are the one that's mad about her truth, which again, like you said, in sex work, that's a possibility. Right. But Lil Wayne had a whole song with Kendrick Lamar on it about how he uses bitches to set up niggas. Okay. Okay. And nobody, I mean, people were like, that's my favorite song on the new okay, album. Okay, Wale has a verse in one of his songs where it, No Days Off, mm. he was like, uh, niggas using bitches to set up niggas over shoes. Right. Okay. So it's not like this is not a common thing. It, okay. Number one. Not to say it's right. Right. But it's not shocking. It's not surprising. So and why is she, it all on her head that, oh, she's the fucked up one? Because she's, she's the one with the money. And because Cardi B, you know, no disrespect to anybody in the rap game, especially females, because, you know, we support y'all. But she didn't use the nigga to come up. She's kind of like, I'm not saying she Queen Latifah, but she low-key kind of took that path. Mm-hmm. There was no nigga she needed to help climb to the top. She didn't need a Biggie look him. She didn't need a Wayne, Nicki. Mm-hmm. She didn't need none of that. And niggas, they feel disrespected because a nigga didn't introduce him. That's why nobody wa- working with Ross for real. Because niggas feel, I'm not saying all these bitches fucked the niggas who put them on, but I'm saying that is a common thing. Right. So Cardi B, she used her own story and her own struggle to get to where she was. And she was like, either you like it or you don't. And I feel like men are offended by that. Because if it was Jay-Z, they gonna be out here like, well, he sold drugs back then. How dare he talk about it now? Right. They was trying to lock Jay-Z up on some shit like oh, that girl, that happened. Listen, I'm a huge J.I.D. fan. And all he talk about is how East Atlanta niggas be robbing niggas. They pull up with a gun quick, you know, like, and it is good music. Are we gonna forget when, before Gucci went to jail, he went on a whole fucking rant on oh, Twitter Lord. when he was calling people out, talking about Kanye, uh, Everybody. Okay, didn't y'all forget that nigga for some wild shit? Still buying Gucci. Y'all still buying Gucci. Like, I'm just saying, don't be mad at her because she making the most bank out there and she taking it from your favorite rapper. I think that's just what it is. Because every track she on, it's on either your your favorite rapper. You can't listen to the radio without hearing Cardi B. You mad about it. She really do be having like four or five songs out at one time. At one time. And she, and she, she stream it. All across the board, pop. 
you know, Latino. Like, she's everywhere. Folks, they mad about it. Cardi, let them be mad. You did some fucked up shit and you know it. Right. But you also married Offset. <laughs> so, so, you know, <laughs> karma. It's a balance. Balance. That's her the, karma. The universe is balanced. Balance. <laughs> Let it go. I don't understand what y'all and want from that girl. some of y'all mamas robbed y'all out of a proper childhood. I mean, let's just, really, it's, 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 listen, hey, some of y'all getting robbed by regular girls. Every day. Let's talk about what niggas getting robbed out of every day. Right. A quality job. It's some niggas getting robbed out of that every day. Right. Okay? Relationships with your children. <laughs> It's, I mean, listen. Listen. Your social security number. number. <laughs> the bitch has got your social. If you're fucking around, she got your social. Right. You getting robbed out of that. You letting your homeboy rob you out your drawers, out your change, off your dresser, because you know it's missing. Your weed. Your weed. Listen, y'all got to stop it, Y'all okay? got to calm down. Just leave that girl alone and let her make her money and go stop, buy her business. Or stop buying pussy off the street. Oh, you Okay. Where's the lie? Because <laughs> that. Because I think if nobody was purchasing pussy, they wouldn't have got drugged. Stop comparing this situation to rape because those two are not the same thing. Okay? Raped out your money and being raped by out your vagina or your anus, which is your body, those are two. You can get over being robbed, but, you know, it takes time to heal from a rape. I need you all to stop. The ones who are doing the comparing, mm-hmm. you've never been raped, or you must not know anyone who's been raped. Right. Because it's insensitive to say that. Right. You are a dumbass. You need to cut the shit out or stop talking to people. Okay? Talk to yourself. Bow. Do that. Uh, let's talk about dumbasses. Okay. Because <laughs> I saw this on Instagram and I was enraged. <laughs> so all of the wonderful, and let me tell you, because I am going now, well, I'm natural now. I, could, yeah. I did my big chop yeah. last year, yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm natural now. So, But I am like a YouTube connoisseur. Okay. And every time I need some I- advice or some information about the my The University hair, of YouTube. There it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's white man, <gasps> white man who decides that he wants to critique how black girls take care of their hair. Oh, I saw that in this very offensive video, it's like five minute long video, and it was like different girls who I follow, and I think that's what pissed me <laughs> off even more because I feel like I know that I'm like you're not finna <laughs> sit here and critique. You don't know her. <laughs> you don't know our hair. First of all. I, the one thing I was mad about, the first thing I was mad about is how he was saying how washing our hair once a week or once every two weeks yeah. is nasty. Because uh-huh. he was like, you know, I don't understand why you don't wash your hair every day, but whatever. First of all, you don't know why because it's not, <laughs> you're, you're not black. You, how could you, why are you over here? Why? You got lost. And then you decided <laughs> that you wanted to make a video Did you of ask somebody black? Not one person. You couldn't have. Not one person. So that was that was messed up. Okay. So I was like, all right, all right, white man. Okay. Okay. Then um, the braiding of the hair. Oh, So okay. he was I like, I don't understand why you don't take the braids out. And then because if you leave them in too long, like, doesn't that break your hair off? Because um, when she was, one of the girls was taking her hair out and uh-huh. she had shedding, which... Yeah. Everybody, Everybody sheds. sheds. Yeah, every, your hair sheds every day. But because it was in a protective style, which I'm pretty sure he has no idea what, what it that is. that is. He probably think it's like a bulletproof vest. It's the first time your hair actually got has to shed. Yeah. Anyway, so he was like, maybe if you don't leave the braids in so long, you wouldn't have hair loss. Oh. <sighs> 
you didn't ask nobody anything. You just just hopped on the computer, started talking, didn't you? We didn't invite you over here. We didn't ask for your opinion. I don't understand in your white privilege what made you feel like this was something that you know, was viable. And who is your audience? Like, who are you oh, talking there's, there's to? Oh, there's always a quiet audience of racists out there just waiting for some shit that they, they don't have to like or share. They can just enjoy it secretly in their Confederate flag blankets at home. They love it. Look at here, you ignoramus, okay? <laughs> you don't know shit about the glory of black hair, okay? You don't know what it takes to maintain, Mm -mm. what it takes to grow. I've watched the the girls that he critiqued have grown their hair from a big chop to, I'm talking about, super long. Right. In a matter of a a year. Okay. But you know, a lot of times people be out here just doing it for shock value for this, like right here. You know, you still get run up on. I don't know the people out there running up on people, but I heard you was recognizable. I don't know you personally, and I, I don't care what you do off your time, but I would feel offended if you were in my space and threatened. Your clickbait is still going to get a size 10 shoe up your ass. Oh, that... <laughs> Listen, I don't care. You got... It's not... I don't care. You got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop. <laughs> because what I'm not going to do is tolerate... The fuckery. And you got to stop. I'm not doing it. So let's, even if it's clickbait or you're trying to get popular on the internet, you need to tread lightly because don't troll black women. You got so many other things to talk about. I'm going to keep saying every week because the fuckery never stops. It never stops. Stop trolling black women for your fame. Period. It's out of hand. Stop it. Okay. So, there was something that happened in the news that is disturbing, actually. All this shit going on in America, all this shit going on in Chicago, once they dismissed the charges for Jesse Smollett, now you want him to pay for the whole proceeding. Like, you, like, like he wasted your time. Clearly, the charges were dropped for some reason, and this whole whitewash, that is a slap in the face. He whitewashed what? You it know, doesn't go together. He's a black gay man. I don't, None of that goes together. I actually don't even know what this whole situation is. I have, <laughs> from the beginning of it to right now, I don't... The Jesse Smollett situation is so confusing, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? And what was the purpose? I don't know who mad mad, but Jesse Smollett is being so quiet. For a reason. Right. And I'm not sure what the underlying reason, but I feel like it's a Kaepernick reason. So I'm interested in to see how this plays out. So, I, like, the more upset I get, I look at him. Right. Because the quieter he is, I'll be like, oh, you got something playing. Because you was quiet when they put these charges, these 16 bullshit-ass charges on you. You were quiet. Right. You were quiet when they were sick. This whole whitewash came out. And you're quiet now that they still pushing the shit they want you to pay for it. So, did he get fired from Empire? I believe. I haven't watched it, but I saw, like, a little clip. I believe they killed him off. I'm not quite sure. But that was a very hasty move on Lee Daniels' part. I just want to... I just don't understand how we as a collective community could go from fuck the police and police brutality to... Oh, we completely believe that the Chicago because PD has he is all the not, evidence that Jesse Smollett was lying. He does not identify that. with what is mainstream black males. Uh, so like, because he's not a football player or he's not a straight whatever, whatever, you know, R. Kelly's straight, so it's okay he rapes little girls. 
in in most black men's eyes. But Jesse Smollett, you know, whatever happened, the police are harassing him. He did it. Of course he did it. And y'all, y'all convincing these simple bitches out here, these pick me hoes, and they out here arguing with us normal bitches, talking about, oh, he she he did do it. Or Cardi B did. You know what, ladies, whoever is out here sucking them, they did, y'all stay in that circle because y'all make my hair hurt. <laughs> y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta get off my timeline. Okay, you got to get off mine. But yeah, it's because Jesse Smollett is not the no, you know what would be considered what is now the norm black male he's not your Idris Elba so now everybody he cool on TV but when the real gay man do something you know everybody's against him but you know when he was playing a gay man on TV you had a lot of people supporting him Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden even the black women who loved his gay character they they left him out here what did Kendra say are you still a fan you know when shit hit the 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 fan fan, is you still a fan fan? right that's pretty much what this was I just think it's very sad how it went from sympathy to, oh, that nigga lied. Right. Oh, my God. So many jokes. Right. But when Casey Anthony had that baby locked up in the trunk, I didn't see that many memes out Listen, there. we're not going to talk about Casey okay, Anthony because she just, killed that baby. I, she, yeah, we did. She yeah. killed, she she killed, killed the baby. baby. Yeah, she killed know. that baby. And then like she just out knows. here living her free white life. And unharassed. <laughs> No one's talked about nobody's, Casey. Nobody's Just let her live her life. If y'all, if y'all brought up as many white women that lied on black men up as much as you bring up bullshit that happens in the black culture, then you know, they'll probably stop being so many white offenses to mm. black people. If you just randomly just start, the lady that lied on this invisible black man that really drove her kids in the in car the in the lake, mm-hmm. you know, bring up some, keep bringing her up. <laughs> Every time. Every time. I'm just bring using some, it as keep bring, I haven't heard about Felicity them this week. Bring their ass up. Right. Let's keep putting their shit out there. You know, bring up Robert Downey Jr. drinking play. Bring that, <laughs> Charlie Sheen, bring his shit up. Y'all I, keep bringing up our shit. Right. So, you but, know. All right. Whatever. On a lighter note, what's going on with Byris? Okay, let's talk about <laughs> I've decided to keep y'all abreast every week on what Byriski's doing because she is private, but you know, I want to share her glory. <laughs> this week, Byriski got herself a being and she tried to film and drive, but it wasn't working. And I saw her swerve and I was like, sis, <coughs> you don't have to. You got to keep it in the road. I don't know how fast y'all could drive in Africa, but you shouldn't be doing it. You was trying to dance. It was too much. Can she drive? No. And <laughs> the next shot, you know, the next couple of posts, she was in front of it. And even if you go follow her, she deletes shit all the time. But it's cool, though. <laughs> so she also got her whitening scrub this week. What is a whitening scrub? Well, you go to, like, a spa center, and they take scrub with the whitening shit in it, I guess, and they put her in uh, nothing. And she showed us a video from behind of her boy booty, because it's like a little boy booty. No, it's not like a real booty. She's like a real skinny African with pads. But she was just had them shaking it and scrubbing her down. And she's like, get your white scrub lift. Then I ended up on their page for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so, got to get out, <laughs> out of that hole. Crazy. And all I kept thinking is like, so if they're scrubbing you, it's like little cuts on your skin. That means that bleach is getting into your bloodstream. Okay. I had to stop. But that's what she's doing this week, y'all. And she got a new wig. It's a bob. It's a and what color is it? It's black. Okay. This week. So it's black. I like the black one. She's got this bright ass white skin with this black bob and a BMW. And a new Benz. Mm-hmm. And she's staying light. Okay. Like white. Like white out. Light. Light. Dead white. But don't don't do that. She's living her best life. And she <laughs> says she will suck your nigga dick if he came her way. Don't forget though. 
Don't forget, she's still a prostitute. She's, she's, she's still, still a prostitute. She's, still she's, still high, she's a high-paid prostitute, for oh, real, y'all. Okay. But well, live your know. life, girl. I mean, if you don't want to get robbed, don't hit up Bob Risky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stop buying pussy. Okay, that's it. That's it. And All on right. that note, let's take a break. Let's take a break. And now, Social Sonnets with Michelle. This is a tale well-known in the hood and portrayed in some hip-hop music that reflects the outrage and pure disdain brought about with the Me Too movement. It involves a young maiden named Belkalese, famously known as Cardi B, who said because of her financial troubles, she did what she had to overcome her struggles. She was picked up from my IG screens in hopes it would take her far. Married a man that used to break dance after becoming a star. Some say she was right to protect her life, knowing the dangers of guys. Some say she was wrong in admitting her crime, that she should have kept quiet and at best denied. Would it be fair to put her on mute and cancel her from our playlist too? Or will we continue to fucking get money in our bloody red bottom shoes? Did you know the Tasmanian Devil is loosely based off of the Aborigine people from Tasmania, a small island off of the coast of Australia? Before the British arrived, these were a thriving people. But the British arrived and committed genocide and killed an entire race of people. All right, we back. Okay, so. This week. I think we should just dive into it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we both. Mm-hmm. Struggle with mental, mental health. health. Oh, and we have our and we have our friend Michelle here. Yes. Um, also, you know, not a stranger. Yes. No. Yeah. No. No stranger. Not a stranger. No I said. I think I said on the first um, episode of Where's the Lie because that's the name of this show. Did yeah. you know that? Okay, that's right. Um, that I believe that Black people in general have PTSD. That's, I feel like that runs very true for me um but um specifically myself mm-hmm. have to deal with depression mm-hmm. and anxiety well that's what i've been diagnosed with mm-hmm. <laughs> she's fancy she had a doctor <laughs> okay. oh my i've been properly diagnosed oh no no <laughs> so, yeah that's my diagnosis is depression anxiety mm-hmm. okay uh, I'm undiagnosed, <laughs> but I know I got a host of problems, right? <laughs> a whole a of choice. But no, so like, I think I deal with anxiety, mm. especially when I'm in a space and I don't know anybody. Then, you know, if you're moving, your chest beat, do, 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 do real fast. And uh, I also, I tend to get very sad at times. It just depends on what triggers me at the time. Does it? Is it so for me? The sadness is like overwhelming and it's sudden. And a lot of times, I have no idea what the fuck I'm sad about. Like, it, and it takes me a minute to even process it for uh-huh. myself because mm-hmm. it comes out of the blue so hard. And it's like, okay, why am I crying? Why? What is wrong? Like, what just triggered me? And I, I have to take a step back to really understand what is happening around me. I think prior to the incident that happened this past summer, I could kind of pinpoint my triggers and try to avoid them. And when things happen to come start on setting, I could be like, okay, let me back up. But I got like a whole new set of triggers now. Mm -hmm. So like doors slamming trigger me, or we were watching, uh, 
if Bill Street could talk. Mm-hmm. And Lex wasn't aware that that was a trigger for me. And I was like, just so you know, I'm going to watch it because I want to see Regina King, but this is a trigger for me. So it's a lot of things that I'm not able to do that I was. It's like certain smells now. That's the trigger. So it's, I get... I get anxious mm-hmm. and antsy, and I can't be still. Right. And so then uh, I'll start fidgeting, and my mind will go 30 different places to keep from focusing. So if I say if I, w- I would get sad behind that. Mm-hmm. So it's like all that happens, and then you'd be like, bitch, you lost it. Like, for a second, you done fucking lost it. Now... What you can't get it together? Are you you that you're an adult? Pull your emotions together, right? You're an adult. <laughs> you're an adult. <laughs> I never say that to myself. Girl, I be trying to talk to myself like you guys to pull your shit together, and then I be upset that I can't get a grip on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's pretty much how mine's come come about. Have you? I haven't. Okay, so when I first, I don't think I even realized about myself as far as depression. Quick little story time, I guess, of how I found out how I okay. ended up at a hospital to figure out that I was <laughs> depressed anxiety. Okay. <laughs> I feel all fancy. Like, I you you got to do the, you know, you have a label on it. Do, do you? Do you <laughs> okay. You know, instead of people who just walking around sad and be like, I'm good, you know, yeah. somebody told me what it is. I what, can't get it. what led you to get diagnosed? Okay, so <laughs> my whole life, people always told me I'm a smart. Mm-hmm. Because I graduated things early, I graduated high school at sixteen, and so I guess in that sense, I thought I was grown and hot shit. So I ended up uh, flunking out of college, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to anyone around me. Right. Like I, I was rooming with my cousin. We had an apartment together, and we were going to the same school, and she had no idea. My mom was in Ohio taking care of my grandparents because they were sick. So I was basically just ducking and dodging people after I had <laughs> flunked out. Because I was embarrassed and I really wasn't living life. Like I was just kind of going to work because that was the only thing I could just keep up. Was this at Barnes and Noble? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm Hello. Sorry. Where else would it be? <laughs> so, um, so, but I, um, like I was getting like speeding tickets and I wasn't opening mail. That's a, that was a trigger for a long time. Like I still like cringe when pieces of mail have my name on it because of that incident, because like the loan people were now hitting me up. Like, okay, girl, well you ain't in school. So money, please. (laughs) Right. And I'm trying to hide that from my mom. And how long did you, were you able to hide it? A semester. So, like, up until my cousin, because my cousin and I were supposed to be in the same year, but I kind of, like, flexed it because I transferred schools. So, I was like, I got another year. So, but when my cousin graduated and my mom was starting to get real suspicious um, is when I got caught. And so, um, all that happened. And then an incident happened where I made a mistake in the midst of me getting yelled at with saying, like, I had a thought of just driving my car into a wall before I got here so yeah, I didn't you get know, in have trouble. To, yeah. And That's scary though. My mom freaked the yeah, fuck Yeah, you can't out. say that. <laughs> so now she calling people. We didn't take it to I, we went to the hospital and I talked to the people and 
they had asked me questions and whatever I answered ended my ass there for 10 days. Y'all, let's talk about it. Okay, so 10 days is the lucky number, I guess, nigga. Okay, so let's talk about it. I got a call from, I remember Alex, I called her that day. I had no idea either. And she was like, my mom called, I got to go. I said, oh, okay. And she just, I didn't hear from her for like five hours. I had, I had turned my phone, phone off, off when I got right. to the house. And so I'm just calling, 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 and it's just going to voicemail. So I'm like, okay. So like hours later, like I think like the next day, uh, her mom called and was like, Lex is in the hospital. I'm going to call you later and talk about it. So for to somebody who talks to Alexis, Maybe every other hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally on the phone like, all the time. all the time. Like, her grandma had made a comment once about us being on the phone so much. It looks like you be on the phone with your sister all day. I mean, 24 <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> so, I was like, what? And she hung up the phone. And I was like, no. I remember being on the steps in my parents' house. And I was like, no. I, I like wailed. I didn't know what happened. I thought she got into an accident. So, my mom comes rushing down the steps. She's like, what? I was like, oh, Lexus. <laughs> so she's like, give me your phone. <laughs> yeah, call it hospital, oh trying to figure out where I was. We were trying to break all type of HIPAA like laws, <laughs> trying to find. I just need to know what happened. But like the next day, she called like Alex and uh, Alex's best friend. Now we we're on three way, and she told us what happened. But like for eighteen hours, I was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't find. Me. We couldn't find her. Nothing. Yeah. So in the midst of that, I learned that. um I am what is called. She's like a walking depressant, basically. I I know how to hide behind a smile, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm very much like could be happy go lucky. You're functioning. Yeah, it's like it's my defense mechanism. So uh. I could be completely depressed and not functioning like in my normal life, yeah. but I'd be always bubbly and jokey, jokey. So like no one knows what's going on, and so that I think that scared my mom for a lot because then it was always like. Because the doctor told her that she would never know if I was depressed unless I said something. So, like, every you see, every few days, my mom is like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? You good? You just, I just, oh, I'm that, just checking in on you. Oh, for, like, a while, you. we oh. did that. Oh, Lex had to get oh, yeah, for, all together. Like, she was you, like, stop asking everybody me. Everybody got to stop. You're making me feel crazy. Stop asking me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So And then she told her, my the doctor told my mother that I don't do well when people yell at me. Oh. So, like, she compared me to, or there was a metaphor about this show dog, and I complete don't even know. But she was like, when you see them, they're like these big, mm-hmm. strong, German brute dogs, right? And you would think that when you train them, you got to be super stern and yell at them because that's the way they look. She's like, as soon as you yell at them, they crumble. Oh. You got to be, like, very soft and understanding. Yeah. And so these are things that had to you know, click for the people around me. But for myself personally, I had to figure out coping mechanisms and being able to vocalize what was going on with me, which means I had to understand what was happening with me and recognize it. So a lot of times, I know Dion sees it, like if I get in a, a place where like my head is completely fucked up and I go quiet and then she'd be like, okay, what is going on? Like talk. I'm like, I can't, I can't talk about it right now. I don't know what's happening. I got to process. And so like I'm learning that as slow, process to really know A, what's going on, B, how do I address it, and then C, how do I get over it so I'm not stuck in a depressive right. funk. Right. So that's where I'm at with mine. It is an everyday struggle. Okay. Because, like, learning what triggers you, for me, I don't even know what my triggers are. Mm-hmm. I just have to, whenever an, a, a feeling happens, I have to 
be quiet and figure out what was it that triggered that. I don't even know, like, if mm-hmm. I just say, this is a trigger, right. this is a trigger. In the moment, I have to feel like, what what happened to make me go that deep right. in my right. feelings? Yeah. So, and then the mental thing is talking to yourself. Oh, all day. You got to cut some of yeah, that negative yeah, energy out. yourself, because I probably say the worst things to myself. Yeah. It's awful. Michelle, what have been your struggles with mental health? Um... Dealing with mental health came about when my father died initially. That's when it, like, really opened up. Mm -hmm. Then I got sick. Mm. And when, you know, when you're sick, you feel lonely. A lot of people pull away from you. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm in this bubble. My dad's dead. That was my best friend. And me and my mom didn't really get along. And, you know, me and my brother were kind of distant. So... I feel like I'm alone. I'm in a shell by myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's when, like you say, you begin to talk to yourself and you hear other things mm-hmm. or, you know, you start to. Because real talk, you hear voices. Right. right. And, you know, you try to rationalize it. Mm-hmm. For me, I turn it, for me, I turn it into spirituality. Right. I okay. said, well, maybe my ancestors are reaching out to me. You know, yeah. maybe that's a spirit guide because it's not really negative thoughts mm-hmm. so much I know when it's me when it's me it's like kill yourself you know mm-hmm. I've never had the thought to hurt anyone else but that depression is so real it's heavy on you mm-hmm. but then I heard these voices saying you're okay mm-hmm. you're gonna be okay you know it's just a moment you're gonna fight through it mm-hmm. we got you but I think for me my triggers became I lost a lot of friends mm-hmm. and Half of it was my fault. I can take responsibility because, you know, sick people, we have attitudes. We're very moody, and it's unfair for us to lash out at people. So I, I said yeah. that to Diggum. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, we just talked about that. When you're, in pain, when you're in pain, Bless you get very mean. I always knew when my grandparents did not feel good because they right. got super snippy. Lash out at people. And a lot of people, you don't want people to stay there and have to take that. Mm-hmm. You don't right. want to make them feel like, you have to be here mm-hmm. and take my abuse because I'm sick. So for me, it was like, if they didn't walk away from me, some people I just walked away from because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that person. And then, you know, you get tired of talking to depressed people every day, and I became that depressed person every oh. day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just... So, like, but as a friend, how do you, since we deal with, you know, within ourselves, we all deal with mm-hmm. mental, mental, you know, health problems, like, how do you be a friend to someone that's going through something? You have to be patient. Mm-hmm. You have to be patient. And a lot of times I feel how Lex felt when it comes to the are you okay question. <laughs> that question becomes so frustrating because mm-hmm. it's like, you know I'm not okay. And then yeah. it begins it begins to um, make you feel like you have to say yes to right. appease people, to oh, keep exactly. them at ease, mm-hmm. to make sure it's because it feels like everyone's waiting for you to be like, no, I'm so depressed. Right. Like, so what can we do? <laughs> right. And so it's like, dude, so now, it's, now it gets to a point where you got to be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And even if you're not good, you feel like you have to say, so I'm good. So let me tell you how that is on the opposite end when you're the strong friend. You can't show that weakness because if you deal with people who have, like, something and you're going through something, you kind of have to be like, okay, I'm going to muster through this because you want to be, you still have to be that friend for your friend. Right. But with that, sometimes depending on the mindset of that depressed friend, mm-hmm. sometimes we want to feel like we can help you. Oh, okay. So if you're the strong friend and you're going through something, it might make me feel better to be like, 
Well, she talk about on me. your problems. Right. I you know, have a strong friend. Yeah, right. yeah. So okay. It, you know, those type of things help. Because yeah. it's all about how do you not stay stuck, right? right? Yeah. I always feel like now knowing myself and getting older and trying to deal with um, depression when it comes, because I think mine just comes in waves. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I stay stuck, but when it happens, I always tell myself, you get today. Okay. <laughs> That's it, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but sometimes you need You get today that. to be a punk, yeah. and then tomorrow you're going to have to figure it out. We right. cannot stay stuck. Yeah. So it's like, how do you get yourself unstuck and not stay in that dark? Because you can go deep if you stay there. I normally, I try to do something. I, I try to uh, do something. I, I think one of, like, recently, one of one of my darkest times was this past summer when I had gotten back, you know, trying to get into a natural routine again after the incident. And I think I was just sitting around with the baby at my sister's house, and she was gone throughout the day, and I really didn't have a lot of people to talk to at that time. And I was like, well, I need to do something because... I, I'm, you know, I'm angry. I'm lashing out at everybody, basically. I was lashing out at their father. I was lashing out at my folks. It was just my sister. I was fussing with everybody. So I had to change what was upsetting me, and that was sitting and bouncing the baby all day. Right. So I was like, we're going to get out. We're going to take the, you know, my nephew's stroller. We're just going to go for a walk. So that helped. And then I started looking at apps to maybe mommy and me workouts. You know, I had to change something in my routine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because it's my sign. I, I always feel like I have to do something new, but that normally helps me push past a lot. And I and again, I'm a mother too, so I don't really get a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. So I, I get maybe an hour, and then right. it's maybe maybe an hour, <laughs> and then it's like, all right, go keep going. Mm-hmm. So you know, but how do you stay unstuck, Michelle? Um. I still haven't figured that out. Still working on that. I'm still working on that because I'm not an active person. Mm -hmm. Because of my, you know, disability, I can't do much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, social media was an outlet, Mm -hmm. but then it became a trigger. Why? My last mental breakdown, it was real bad. About two weeks ago, it was actually over a boy. Well, a man. So I would see him online. And I would see him interacting, and I would miss the way we were interacting, you know? Mm. So it was like... Yeah. That gets yeah. you that's every not time. me anymore. It's yeah. not you. So he's, somebody's replaced you. Right. That that's gets what it you made me. And, and it makes you feel like you wasn't special. Beneath. I got you. Yeah. It made me feel mm-hmm. like I was, you know, inferior. Yeah. So I'm like, what does she have that I don't have? You know, now I'm comparing myself, mm-hmm. which I've done in the past as a child, you know, like growing up, when you feel unattractive, when someone makes you look unattractive, mm. it's even worse. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's something that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm still working on trying to find a way to come out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm more of a manic depressive. Okay. So, one minute I'm high, the yeah. next minute it's real low. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you see me online cracking jokes, and you know, yeah. that's when I'm super high. Super high. Yeah. But, I've recently learned that's still a, you know, that's dangerous. It is. Yes, they say that's dangerous because that's the onset before uh, you get your body. Okay. So when you see me, like, cracking back-to-back jokes, yeah. depression is on the way. It's so, on its way. And that kind of scared me because I thought it was normal. Right. Like, I thought I was actually normal in my normal mind mm-hmm. when I'm, you know, laughing. And joking. Have you, <laughs> so do you have someone, like, a someone you talk to? I have 
the doctor, she sent me to a psychiatrist, the mm-hmm. one that can prescribe medicine. medicine. Mm-hmm. And I fear psychiatrists because I've been on antidepressants before. Yeah. I don't like being a zombie. Right. But it's either become a zombie or feel everything. Mm-hmm. So that's what. That's the crossroads you're right. at at the moment. <laughs> mm, so that's right. something I have to battle. Is your therapist black or white? She's a white woman. How do you connect with her? Do you feel like safe? I with don't her? connect with her. Oh, so there might be there might be another issue. You might have yeah, to might have to try and find a new doctor. I should. I yeah, should. but psychiatrists scared me. When I was in the hospital, the uh, the Indian man that came in there, he was so like aggressive, yes. but he was so dry. His mm. bedside manner was awful. Right, right. and it's yeah. like you're you're here to help me, right? And you're so dry with me, like. So I guess your your experience with the hospital when it comes to that is tainted. That's right. why you. So maybe you should. You might have to branch out and find a doctor, not only like a psychiatrist, but she might know somebody that do some holistic shit too. That right. can find a balance between the two for you. I right. think that would be better. Yeah, I yeah. think if you can connect with someone who knows the balance between spirituality yeah. and, and some holistic or some and or modern and or modern medicine, mm-hmm. I think that having all of the options or the or seeing the balance of what you can do and what you're not comfortable with and all that stuff probably will help. Yeah. I think it's worth finding. Finding someone. At least the look. <clears throat> right. And again, that's something new in your routine. Yes, because I believe that people need outlets to talk to people. Like yeah. someone who doesn't know you, who can be objective and, you know, not impose their opinions on you because they know who you are yeah. as a person. They yeah. can just listen to you and understand, hear your problem. Because sometimes when you talk to people you think you can talk to, they will try to give you advice so you can be the person they imagine you to be. Right. Instead of, you know, what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. So you need an unbiased person. And I wish I could at least get maybe an hour a week <laughs> to go talk to somebody. Because <laughs> my, my anger comes out, you know, in spats. Yeah. <laughs> like, hit shit in post post. Oh, shit. I'm like, okay, my bad. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I need an outlet, bro. Right. But yeah, so I encourage everybody, we, we all should... <coughs> reach out and see can we find someone <coughs> to talk to and I hear there's like um, talk space on and things like that I mm-hmm. guess apps and stuff on your phone that you could use because I use one but you still have to pay for a certain I'm just not in a position currently right. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, do get, so. to give you and I'm sure y'all earn y'all $34.99 I just can't I don't have it right <laughs> I need some of my insurance cover you see what I'm saying right. yeah like that but I definitely feel like you know if you're suffering from depression, you are not alone. Mm-mm. It is thousands of millions of... It's probably more people who suffer who are not... Don't realize or not saying that they suffer. I think it's definitely worth talking to someone. Yeah. And having outlets to um, make sure that you're happy and healthy, you know? Yeah. Maybe get and, some... you know, maybe you wouldn't have to self-medicate so much with other vices. Right. Like people <laughs> lord jesus okay they are horrible <laughs> and they're gonna break you every horrible. time it's like an awful cycle right yeah you get depressed you use your vices which is people then they depress you and then you just keep you doing keep, it over and over and over right. doing it but we're uh michelle appreciate you coming yes, being girl, very transparent no problem, with no us problem. today we're gonna um, keep being the village and we all gonna be back to center happy and healthy we'll work together yes amen yes we are thank you ladies yeah. all right you're welcome all right. Okay. and we're gonna take a break all right Black fact, black fact, bleedy bleak bleak, black fact. Black hair is purely decoration. 
It is not to be played or fondled with by strange hands. So when you see beautiful bouncing curls or locks or braids, please don't run your fingers through it asking how we got it that way. Just compliment it and move on. So we're back. We are back. Woo woo. Okay. All right. So here we go. Jokes and secrets. This is the jokes and secrets segment. Michelle, do you want to get in on this joke and secret? I don't sure, think Michelle. Michelle, okay, Michelle okay. don't get on this one. Don't don't embarrass okay, yourself. Don't, don't embarrass yourself get in with on this one. one. Okay. <laughs> so this week we are going to talk about oh God. the time you got caught watching the pornography. <laughs> oh no. Yes, Lord. Oh mom, turn it off. Oh shit. I got caught. So. All yeah. right, who's first? Me first, you first? I Oh, no. Who went first last time? I think you went first last time. Okay, go ahead. Boo, boo, boo. Okay. It's on you. So, uh, this is when my sister and I had just separated rooms because <laughs> we couldn't live together. Should have never she gave was you upset because I wasn't keeping my side. Whatever. <laughs> so, I'm in another room, and this is when we had gotten cable, but my daddy had used the splitters. So, the splitter, you can run cable from one room to the next. So, that way you only have to buy cable for like two rooms. Right. All right, you know. And so, uh, HBO that's, had that's real illegal, ain't it? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, I, I've never known anybody getting arrested for it. No, they're paying for the cable. What do yeah, you mean? You're still, you're still for paying for the cable. Okay. Why do you have to pay for which room? It's going to the same house. Okay, girl. Oh, no. Direct whatever. TV want their money. <laughs> what though? You're still providing it to the same house. I don't, Continue whatever. with your story. Okay. <laughs> we watch Hulu anyway. <laughs> now. But because y'all cost too much. Uh, anyway, so, and on Thursdays, HBO and then on the Saturday Cinemax, right? And, but Cinemax was more like Skinemax, right? You know, it just they, saw you titties. Know, yeah, right. yeah. After dark, it was right. real, it was just but titties. But like Cinemax had, I mean, uh, HBO had real sex. So I think I was watching real sex, and uh, my father was my mom always went to sleep but he liked to get up and walk around but I thought I could hear the creak in the floor but I think he <laughs> jumped over it that night <laughs> and so you know I'm watching it right cause why not and I remember it was it was they were at a, a rodeo and oh women, my god I remember that and one they had the dildos yes, attached to, to the, the saddle floor. and they were on demand and I was watching I was like you know I mean, that I ain't knocking nobody, but that's interesting. I mean, I, it was, you know, so I'm watching it. I'm watching it. And doom. Oh, first of all, your TV ain't supposed to be on. <laughs> Second of all, what the, what are you watching? What is this? And I'm sitting there like, I'm asleep, and I feel on the button. And I feel on the button. And I feel on the button. I don't know. I'm watching it. I'm watching a movie when I woke up. Girl, none of that. You took the remote and the batteries and unplugged that bitch. <laughs> It'll be back on next Thursday. <laughs> I wasn't worried about it. That's all right. I'm going to get that back before the next one come on. But it wasn't, but you know, then there was a time, and it's not even the same time. I didn't get caught. But when I realized how real porn was, I didn't know there was a thing as black porn until my uncle, I mean, anyway, I went in his room <laughs> and he had this tape. And I said, oh, I wanted to watch uh, some bootleg black movie you could buy from the barbershop. Oh, right. But it was in his room. So, you know, they had they wrote them mm-hmm. on the VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. But this was said like, Big Booty, Big Booty X 3-4, <laughs> or I like black dicks. And I'm like, what? Because that sounds like, like a normal, normal movie, movie title. What is in here? Play? <laughs> and I was 
was like, whoa. <laughs> so I turned around, and as I read, you kind of, you know, when Celie started finding the letters, and she was like, shh, shh, shh. And it was, oh, it's so many. That's how I felt. That's how I felt going through. So, oh, it's, what do I start? <laughs> no, what do I start? <laughs> Only to find out, in my adult age, my sister did it and my brother. He has so much of the porn. He has so, so much, much of, of the, the porn. Oh, yeah, all of it. Then the nigga upgraded before I went to college with the DVDs. What? That's some I took with me to school. Like, we watched a few of those. <laughs> First of all, why you put up this? Oh, my <laughs> I mean, your turn. <laughs> Trash. Okay. Ooh, too far. So, um, it's funny that you say that because I don't think I was ever into white people porn. <laughs> I could not stand I it. I thought that was all it was. Um, I thought I didn't know black women was out there busting it open. <laughs> what? I mean. Okay, you were not an internet um, baby. See, I was an internet baby. <laughs> and so I used to, I think I was in middle school. Yeah. And so I used to come home. My mom's at work, of course. I walk home. Mm -hmm. And so I used to get on the computer and I would like Google like free black porn. Did you put black in there? I did. (laughs) (laughs) How old were you? Oh, let's see. In between 10 and 13. (laughs) Curious 12, age. 11, yeah. 12, yeah. yeah. And so I'm just on it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> just clicking it, clicking it, clicking it away. Oh, no. And so, um, yeah, I don't know about, I didn't know about um, deleting your his, your browser history. No. So <laughs> when my mom comes home and gets on the computer, because it was a house computer. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, we, you know, back in, back in the day. It was one computer it, in the common area. It was in the office. We had an office. Okay. We had one of our bedrooms to office. So it was in the office. So, of course, it was in the common areas. So my mom goes on the computer, and she goes, I like that. <laughs> Come in here. And I'm like, okay. So she she's like, um... That's when pop-ups happen. Yeah, yeah. And so all like the <laughs> porn pop-ups yeah, are on like, the computer. Yeah, I was like, oh, it just came out of nowhere. Right, and, and so it. like she was like, what is this? And then so she pulls up the browser, and I was like, oh, no. See, what happened was <laughs> I was looking for um, poems. <laughs> I was looking for free black poems. <laughs> I typed it in wrong. It was so fast. <laughs> and it just, all this stuff popped You're up like, and I got scared. You let it down, it fast. <laughs> <You're lying. laughs> it was like, I just got scared. I don't think she believed me, but she let it go. <laughs> you know, I think that's funny because now that my son keeps getting caught, the oldest since he keeps getting caught, <laughs> watching porn, oh, no matter. Oh, not put his business Yeah, oh, because I keep telling him, oh, we see you every time you log on, it sends a notification to our phone that says, he is watching porn. <laughs> and I said, and you know his response is like, chill. It's like, he's like, okay. Not okay. No. Chick-fil-A answer. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. We still so close on Sundays. Okay. And he just be like, all right, I understand. Do you understand? 
I can't tell him not. I mean, I be telling. I can't. I don't want to say don't do it because that's not realistic. Right. And it's natural for him to be curious about sex at his age. We've already had to talk about sex to him, and it's the type of porn he's watching. It's normal, curious. You know, it's not like fetishizing certain things. So I'm not concerned about. The, only that is white women. And that's the only thing I'm concerned about. Okay, did you not just have a whole story <laughs> about you not knowing about black porn? I did. I did. I did. But I told him. There's black porn. porn. I said, you don't have to watch you white women. I just you. want him to be aware. Son, you do know there's black porn out I'm, there. I'm not telling him to go look for it, but I'm just saying. I'm saying. I did say ebony. I just said. You do have to type in ebony. I didn't say directly go look at every porn. <coughs> I just said you don't have to watch the white you women. You don't say go under category. I said there I said now every, I said everybody has their own preference and I prefer you like brown ones. I mean, but seriously, but you seriously, got to stop. You got to stop. Because they're not the teaching meat. you nothing in the white porn. Now, be real. They're just loud yeah, and for and no loud, reason. And you're going to get caught. And then I don't want you to get be a teenager, get caught up with a white girl, think it's going to be like a porn. And all this because I didn't stop you. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? I needed to warn you I needed now, to warn son. you to be like, that's not what you want to do. The parable porn. The parable porn, Michelle. So, yes. Yeah. So, Michelle, do you, you want to get in on this car? You want to keep your secrets I'm to gonna, yourself. I've never been caught watching porn, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I was addicted to the Kama Sutra on HBO. Oh, that movie was so that dope. Was, yeah. That was that a really good movie, was actually. Was, yeah, it was, was a good movie. They, did they do it like by a, like a steaming bathtub or something? Yeah. Okay, I remember that. I remember Can we that. go find it today? <laughs> I think you should. I think after this, so we just going. I think the kids sleep, so we'll just go we'll find see, it. See what's going on. Okay, well we're finna go do that, and, and I think the, the female star is on Game of Thrones. Which one? one? She's the one, the lady from Dorne. Um, <gasps> Hilaria. Shut up. I kind of liked her. I did like her. I was sad. Oh. Well, shit, if y'all don't watch Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, I was kind of sad she died. Yeah. You know what? No, she I, didn't die. She didn't die. They she kept died. her. She no, she did. Did she die? Yes, she well, did. No, she had to watch her daughter die. die. She's, ca- she she's captive. Watch. Yeah, she's captive. Yes. And that's coming captive. back. Michelle is a Game of Thrones I love fanatic. You too, We're Michelle. all fans over here. I'm actually really upset that I got into it this early because now I got to watch it week to week like the rest Everybody of us peasants. Saw, we all are going to be just stressed <laughs> out together. Because baby, I watched six seasons straight <laughs> through yes, that day. And same. I was like, I probably could not have lived through that Jon Snow shit and oh, had to like no. wait a new season for him to get his ass back up. <laughs> oh no, I would have had a whole heart attack. Uh, that red wedding would have took me out and I would have been done. With- oh, when they took baby girl dragging and killed it, oh. I would have been done with Game of Thrones. Oh, baby, yeah. I would have been so. done with it. I'm not watching it. We're excited for this new did season. Did you see that Olympic launch though? Yes. That shit was epic. Yes. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real excited. Epic. We're real excited for this new and so final season. So go ahead and season. prepare your little ears. When it come back, we're going to be here bitching and complaining <laughs> Oh, my God. Week. I'm going to have to Ryan. get it out somewhere because it's not, I'm not binge watching it like I was the other seasons. And I'm going to be... We're going to be there. I'm going to be distraught. We're going to treat it like we treat housewives. <laughs> Every week on the it like clockwork. <laughs> but listen, if you have a joke and secret that you would like to share with us. Or music that or you would music, like us to um, play on our show. Please send it to Where's the Lie. That's Where's 
W H E R E S. Oh, she got it right. The lie <laughs> at gmail.com. Where's the lie 19 oh, at gmail.com? See, and I'm the one that set it up. That's why you gotta have you gotta have somebody there. <laughs> That's why I'm on the payroll. <laughs> uh, where's the lie 19 at gmail.com? So if you have a jokes and secrets, because we're gonna run out of stories, y'all. Yeah. We ain't that we ain't that and wild. You know and if they're good, then you pick the topic that week. So how about y'all share your joke and your secret and you pick the topic? Oh, yeah. Or send us new topics. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be great, too. Because we may have a story we could pull out from a topic. We got a lot of secrets we don't talk about. Right. So, but thanks for joining us this week and we'll catch you next one. All right. All right. <laughs>